Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks post-game show. It's Greg Boyson. It's Mario Tirabasi. Jay Zawaski sitting this one out. Uh, Blackhawks lose 3-1 to one at the Winnipeg Jets, but it's one of those games that we've talked about where not a whole lot to be like upset about or disappointed in. It was a good effort by the team. Just playing a better team on their home ice. And uh, you know they uh, their goalie Connor Hollebuck, one of the best in the game. Hard to beat. Yeah, he is. Uh, Blackhawks outshot twenty eight twenty one. Arvid Soderblom was fine. The second goal was not a great one, but otherwise, yeah, he kept them in the game. So kind of uh, one of those games where you're like, yeah, they lost a game. They probably sh- you know against a better team, but it's not because they phoned it in yeah I I think in in games like like this one where it was pretty low event through the first two periods you you really have to make the most of the opportunities that you do create uh and and the chances that you do get in 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 the offensive zone and I think tonight's game um you know I feel like they they were able to create a decent amount of opportunities it's just the execution wasn't there. I, there were there were a, a number of two on one and, and three on two chances that uh, that primarily the top line was getting with with Bedard and Kershev and, and Beauvillier who had a good first uh, first game with the Blackhawks. But there were just a number of times where it was just like either the pass was just just you know uh, too off the off the mark to get a good shot off. Uh, or you know the, the the Jets were able to you know close gaps. Again, it's hard to beat a, a goaltender like Connor Hellebuck for uh, you know uh, a ton of goals in a game. So when you do get those few and far between chances, you got to make the most of them. Um, as far as like the effort level, I I've, I think they matched what what Winnipeg was doing. It's just sometimes you you have a elite goaltender with a team that's better than you, and it's. So it's hard to overcome that, and I, I think, you know, the the three one final score, uh, you got a goal with uh, some 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 birthday luck for Morgan Barron on a on a shot that you'd really like to see Arvid Sadovin yeah. make that save, and then you get a goal from Cole Perfetti, who we 
uh, gave him the the jinx or the blessing in the pregame show. He made us look smart. Yeah, that he, that he's <laughs> been having a, he's been having a good season, and he makes a uh, as Darren Pang said on the uh, described it on the on the broadcast a fadeaway tip on a <laughs> shot that was going a couple feet wide. And he makes just just gets just yep. enough of the stick on it, and Soderblom had no chance on that uh, deflection. So, you know, one you want to get back, and one you really had no chance of saving if it was on, since it was on target. Uh, it's the difference in the game. Yeah, uh, the uh, the scoring uh, started with the Blackhawks. It started great. Started perfect in the storyline department. Yep. Connor Bedard uh, put the Blackhawks up one nothing four thirty nine. Into the first period, uh, kind of, and I quickly tweeted out, "Take that, Winnipeg media!" Take like, that. It was like, does anybody say yeah. that in this in this city? Uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was Bedard. He made he intercepted a pass up at the high, you know, just inside the blue line, middle of the ice, high point. Got it to Kurashev, and then just circled around, got to the left dot. Mm-hmm. The puck finds him there, slams it home. Uh, one nothing. Good he, feelings. He extends his uh, point road streak to uh, nine games or eight games. Eight games. Eight games. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, eight games. A Blackhawks um, record. A Blackhawks record beating for uh, rookies. Uh, well, no, oh, not players. No, players 18 yeah, years not, old not and younger. rookies. 18-year-olds uh, or younger. Well, most players 18-year-old and younger are probably rookies. Uh, <laughs> eight, eight straight road games for a point for Connor Bedard. That is now second all-time, only behind Nathan McKinnon, has an 18-year-old had points in 16, 16 straight row games during the 2013-14 season. So still a ways is, to go. Uh, that is impressive. But he passed. Uh, he has now longer point streaks than Sidney Crosby, Steve Eiserman, and Sylvain Turgeon. Mm-hmm. That's uh, when you're doing something where you jump ahead of Sidney Crosby and Steve Eiserman on a list. That's quite the accomplishment. Yeah. So nicely done, Connor Bedard. Good. Let's see if he gets it up to nine uh, tomorrow against Minnesota. That'd be fun. But nice. a great great play by Bedard. Showed his instincts by intercepting the pass, getting that decisive play. Got the puck, boom, off mm-hmm. my stick, and then circles around to make sure he gets in a scoring position. Uh, and, and it was a great play. Kurashev got the only assist on that play. About six minutes later, the uh, Jets get a power play on three. I'm just going to say it. Horse shit hooking calls against the Blackhawks today. Uh, Some soft calls. Just both the, ways. They, yeah. Like they, anytime the Blackhawks got their stick above the waist, they were called for hooking today. Yeah. None of those calls really. I mean, the, 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 I think it was, uh, it was this one was probably the one. Uh, this this one was the one that I think you get stick in the hands. Yeah, and anytime you, you the, do that, you're going to go. You have the most. Uh, it's it's the sturdiest call you could. It was you could uh, make. it was Connor Murphy who they actually called him for interference and not hooking. Oh, this was oh, okay. Well, on the on the game sheet, it's called interference, but um, yeah, not great hooking calls today. But uh, on this power play, uh, Gabe Velarde, who's recently returned from injury, he was one of the big returns in the Dubois trade yep. over the summer from the Kings. He stick handles right past Alex Vlasic, who had a good game, but just those are the type of plays that are going to happen. And then Mark Shifley is wide open in the slot, yeah. one-timer. I mean, too easy. It's not somebody you want to leave open no. for a one-timer. So uh, good good play by the Jets. 1-1 one, one after 1. Only goal of the second period was that, that Morgan Barron uh, – 
play we talked about starts with Connor Murphy falling down on the rush just outside the blue line. That doesn't help. Uh, Anthony Bovillier does a nice job to get over there, but just not quick enough to prevent the shot. And it's a low shot right between the legs of Arvid Soderblom. Got to stop that one. You got like to stop that, that one. That one. Yeah. Straight on, no deflection, no screen, right between the legs. You want to be an NHL starter. Those are the saves you have to come up with. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, we said that in the pregame, is like make make the saves that are asked of you and maybe get one or two that, that you know, you go above and beyond and, and you make a difference in, in the game. Yeah, that's the one that's, that's, that's one that's asked of you, uh, asked of most NHL goaltenders. Yeah, so that, that, that was a tough one that you're just like, ugh. Even Jay. Make, make uh, that stop, and this is a different game. Yeah, even Jay uh, piped up. He was obviously watching <laughs> he the game. Us and he was in our <laughs> Slack chat saying, "For cry, you know, crying out loud, <laughs> you got to make that save. Yeah. Uh, we were all thinking that. Uh, and then third period, midway through, uh, the, uh, the final nail in the coffin, uh, that Cole Perfetti redirect we talked about, uh, started by losing a defensive zone draw. Mm-hmm. And then uh, defenseman Dylan Sandberg gets a shot. Looks like it's probably going to go two, three feet wide, but Perfetti gets his stick and stick tip. You can't. So two out of the three goals on on Soderblom. Not you can't hang on him. Hard S- to yeah. Shifley left wide open on a power play in the slot. He's going to score that nine out of ten times. Yeah. And then the redirect you can't. So the only one you really hang on him is that that second period goal to Baron. Um, but twenty. Five saves on the day for Soderblom. Uh, one big save by Nikita Zaitsev. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for for a guy that we have seen very little of this season, uh, we talked about him in the pregame a lot because uh, he was coming into the lineup for the first time in a while uh, alongside Jared Tenorti, who was also coming into the lineup after an injury Why Kaiser and Isaac Phillips sent down uh, in their places. So, uh, you know, you didn't, I didn't, did not expect Zaitsev to uh, end up playing the amount that he did, but I think, uh, you know, he, he earned it with the way that he was playing. Uh, he was using his body a lot, uh, block, blocked a ton of shots, had, had some, uh, some physical play, and then, yeah, saves a goal uh, on, the, on, on the goal line that uh, kept the Blackhawks in the game at that point. I think it was, that was, it was still 2-1. At that point, or was it 3-1? I believe it was 3-1 at that point. Was it 3-1? All right. Well, would have saved the game from getting, quote-unquote, out of hand. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's a play that keeps the – Keeps the spirits alive late late in the game when you're, you know, chasing two goals. But he had a pretty good game. Like, outside of, uh, you know, the expectations, he had a a pretty good uh, game – and he's got to make the most of it. Uh, we were talking about it during the game. Like you, you you're probably not going to get too many games uh, with the Blackhawks this season, given the way that he's been used when everyone's been uh, healthy and available. I mean, he's been a constant scratch. And I, I think if this is his opportunity to get a string of games together uh, in the lineup, and he puts together efforts like this in those strings of games, uh, he's going to do himself some favors of trying to uh, maybe get to a team that's looking to be better than last place in the NHL uh, and try to get more ice time than, uh, than he's been able to get this season. So a good effort from him. Appreciated that. Wasn't sure if it was a, 
uh, lineup decision or if it was just a circumstance of the flow of the game and the and the changing of the uh, defensive pairings. But late in the game, him and Alex Vlasic were on the ice for an offensive zone start with about, I don't know, four and a half, uh, five minutes to play. So I don't know if that was a uh, we're sitting Seth Jones to play Nikita Zaitsev or if it was just a flow of the game thing. But uh, I thought that was if if that was a, a Luke decision, um, and that's a vote of confidence in, in yeah. the way that he was playing. Yeah, I it, I don't know. I have to go back and check. Were the Hawks just getting off a penalty kill there too? Might have been, So yeah. it might have been uh, Seth needed a breather Could for, been, for yeah. killing off that penalty. Um so with Zaitsev out there, and why not? The final line on Zaitsev, 15-25 uh, of ice time uh, and two shot attempts, three hits, four block shots. I mean, solid game. Mm-hmm. So and this is a guy that – this is only his seventh game of the season. Um, and This is game, what, 22? Yeah. So he – and he, we haven't seen a lot of him. He, he played that Columbus game the night before Thanksgiving. That was the last time we saw him. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and only four games in, you know, he only played three games a month of uh, November. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not a lot of playing time for him. He did have that time where he took a few days away from the team for a personal matter. But right, good yeah. for him. I, I don't think you, you take him out of the lineup tomorrow. No, um, no. He played, he was definitely effective. So, ride it out. See what he can do in back-to-back games. I know you brought up Louis Crevier. You don't necessarily have to get him in there. I, I don't really think you do much of a lineup change tomorrow except for uh, Mrazek uh, in net. And then, I don't know, maybe Dep- you get Reese Johnson back in there. Mackenzie Entwistle was Yeah, it depends there. on if Beauvillier is able to play. Well, that's true, too. Travel yeah. with the team and play. And we don't know if Gutman is okay to play. He's been yep. banged up a little bit. So we'll see what happens tomorrow in Minnesota. Maybe you switch it up. Um, it's two straight games with this forward combination and you lost both of them. So maybe you mix it up a little bit. Uh, we'll see. Um, Tom Quinn's asking about update on Gutman. Um, there has, they've been there pretty vague been with him. Yeah. I mean, he took part in the morning skate on two, uh, Thursday, their no. last home game. He yeah, did Tuesday the, he took the morning. Skate. He took the morning skate and then was out banged up. And whistle was in the lineup, and he's missed the last two games, so maybe he's good to go tomorrow. They haven't really given us; he's not on IR, and they really haven't given us a update. So maybe you get him in if if Bovillier can't go because of the visa tomorrow. Then uh, I say, yeah, you put Gutman in there because he's you know gives you a little offensive upside there. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what goes. We're keeping tabs to see if we're getting any uh, post game quotes from Winnipeg. Nothing yet so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have a super chat up there, Joey. Can you put our uh, we got a our couple super of super chat? chats yeah, coming let's, in? Let's here. go through those. Here we got Mr. Koala. This team is way more boring than last year's for one ninety nine. Um, no, not really. You still got Connor Bedard, and he's kind of exciting. Connor, I get what you're saying. Yeah. they're not as I'd high s- energy as last year, but Bedard, Korchinski, they make things exciting. Last year's team with. At this stage of the season, you know, you had Taze, you had Kane, you had Domi, you had Athanasiu, uh, you had Radish playing well. Yeah. Um, you had some guys that were, were keeping things interesting, uh, you know, through the losses and stuff. But, yeah, I'd say as, as far as, you know, the excitement night in and night out, um, you know, I, I, I think last year's team, I think – 
because of the guys that they still had at this point of the year and the way that they were playing, I think that that probably had some more excitement. Yes, you have Connor Bedard now. You you have some overarching excitement about the development of the, of the young players. But, you know, to um, Mr. Koala's point, um, this was a game where, you know, if, if it wasn't in the afternoon, if this was like a 6 o'clock start, I might have dozed off for well, that has for a, a lot to do with like the Jets was, are a boring ass yeah team the Jets too. the Jets were a, a good they played a good shutdown game today yeah. they they the Jets make everything more boring yeah they made it they made it difficult on the Blackhawks they're like the but, Nashville Predators of the North but a little bit better right yeah a little bit better. um but yeah so I mean as far as you know individual excitement Bedard is is much better than I'd say anybody that the Blackhawks had last season but as far as stringing together games that you're like you know, you can get into, you can get excited about. Uh, I'd say last year's team at this point of the season was putting some more um, exciting efforts. Uh, and that's that's been a storyline that we've talked about with this team this season is their their efforts and their the way that they're playing games. Um, today wasn't necessarily an effort thing. It was an execution thing. And games where, you know, the execution isn't there, it, gets, it, can, it can get frustrating, and especially on a, on a team that can, you know, pin you down and not let you uh, do the things that you want to do offensively like the Jets can, it gets boring. Yep. <laughs> it gets boring getting pinned in your own zone. And you're going to play the boring-ass Minnesota Wild tomorrow, yeah. so don't expect a lot well, of excitement. Well, hey, new, new, uh, new coach. Yeah, the, the, you Mr. Know? Excitement himself, Tom, John, Tom, Tom, John, John Hines. Hines. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, Mr. Koala follows up with another 199 Super Chat. CH Joe post-games, more exciting than the actual hey. game. Well, that I will agree with. 100%. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> it's a good use of $4. It's a low bar, but we'll, def- we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to jump over it. It's, a good, it's a good use of $4 there yes, by Mr. Koala. Yes, we appreciate Koala. that. And then we have uh, 499 Gaming for Veterans. I don't get why we start Soderblom over Morazic against Winnipeg instead of the struggling Wild tomorrow. Please explain. Thanks, guys. It would have been the third straight start yeah. for Morazic. Morazic right? was yeah. coming off back-to-back games. He's been lousy when he starts consecutive games. Yeah, uh, I pointed out in, in our last Hawks hits. So it was. Th- it would have been three games in a row for Morazic. So give him an extra day. And then, yeah, we're, we're, the Winnipeg was struggling, too. They lost three in a row before coming in. Today. Yeah, well, so the Blackhawks are the get right team of the, the season. Yeah, if something's going wrong for your team, if you're on a losing streak, if your power play is doing bad, if you have a star player who's on a pointless streak and you got the Blackhawks coming to town, expect all of those problems to get fixed because that's what is what opponents are doing to this team this year. Yeah. Uh, what was the they had a team? They had a game a couple of games ago where. Well, Hawks they, were on a five-game losing streak, and Columbus, Columbus, yeah, they Columbus, lost nine in a row, lost nine in a row, beat then, the Blackhawks. They didn't beat them; they yeah, killed them, the pants them. Uh, yeah, so and then uh, today, the Jets were on a little bit of a skid. In come the Blackhawks, and you know the 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 losing streak is over. Minnesota, they just fired their coach. They've been on a skid this season. Here come the Blackhawks. Like, yeah, you know, the I, I, back the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are wishing that they could play the Blackhawks right now. So, I mean, it's just, it's tough because we did this last season. Um, but, you know, here we are again with the Blackhawks being, you know, the, 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 at the bottom of the league. And, and, again, it's not unexpected. I just think, you know, being at this point, beginning of December, um, you know, looking back where we were beginning of the year, September, early October, I think the expectations were, 
yeah, this team isn't going to contend for anything, but I think we would we would have thought by the beginning of December we'd be in a little bit better spot than being tied for last and having to constantly hope that they yeah. have a good effort. So it's 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 been a, a little bit of a struggle to get to this point. We can get more into that about where they are now compared to where our expectations were the season. Yeah. Uh, before that, we should pay some bills. And uh, we sure. can talk about all kinds of factors, but let's talk about the factors that are good for your appetite. Yes. Uh, if you want to uh, eat right this holiday season, I know it can be challenging, uh, but Factor Meal Kits makes it easier. You might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days throughout this holiday season. And Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help fuel you up fast with breakfast, lunch, and dinner with with breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that are chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat, and delivered straight to your door. You will save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all of your holiday to-dos. If you're too busy with holiday plans to uh, cook and you want to make it easier on yourself to eat well, use Factor. You can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and prepping and cleaning too while you're getting the flavor and nutritional quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. One, two. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And if you're looking for special occasion meals during the holidays, you can level up with the gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Enjoy premium ingredients like broccoli broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a a sustainable choice, and they offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for the production of in at their production sites and offices. And this November, get Factor and enjoy eating well. Hey, it's December. Uh, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Head to factormeals.com slash CHGO Blackhawks. I'm sorry, CHGO Hawks 50. And use the code. We're going to restart. Head to factormeals.com slash Blackhawks and use the code CHGOHAWKS50, and you're going to get 50% off of your order. Again, that's code CHGOHAWKS50. When you go to factormeals.com slash Blackhawks, you're going to get 50% off. That's a good deal. That is a good deal. Uh, make sure you're sticking around CHGO Sports tonight because the, uh, the Bulls and the Mighty Pelicans are tipping off. Uh, and Bull are, versus a Pelican, I'll pick the Bull. Uh, in... In nature, yes. In basketball, <laughs> I'm always picking against the Bulls because I, I, I don't think they're very good at their jobs. Uh, so in the NBA, just like in the NHL, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets Ew. just for betting 5 bucks on basketball. That's not Milwaukee bucks. That's $5. Win or lose, you get an instant. Instant dub. Our guy Joey is manning the uh, boards for us today, and he is our basketball expert. Congratulations to your Texas Longhorns, by the way. Thank you. The get the they get Thank the you, they get to walk out of the Big Twelve Championship 
uh, of the conference as champions. They will never lose that first, title. They won't be beaten for it. First Pretty ever badass. Big 12 championship game winner and last ever Big 12 championship game winner, correct? What do you mean? For Texas? Texas, Texas no, football. No, it's their fourth Big 12 champions. But, but they won the first ever one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah, now yes, they've I won believe. the last But there's going to be another one. Games. There's yeah. there, there will be more, but... But there might as well not be. Well, if Texas is not in it, you're not watching. Correct. Oh, yeah. So uh, you're our oh, basketball Texas guy. As we're talking about DraftKings and the NBA, if if you were to be a betting man, what would you what would you look for in tonight's well, Bulls Pelicans? Yeah, clash. Uh, I'll tell you here. Uh, Patrick Williams has been he's been scoring at a high clip for for comparatively what he's usually doing, um, and been in double figures, I think, all three of the last three games. That's good. So I'm looking, I think his line right now is over 11 and a half. I like it, even take an alt line and just go over 10, but no Zach Levine tonight again, so I mm. think Patrick Williams is going to stay aggressive. Also like, um, I like assist numbers on both Vucevic and uh, Kobe White tonight. Kobe White over four and a half. Vucevic over three and a half. Both those, I think, uh, comfortably hit in the last game without Levine and DeRozan. DeRozan back tonight, um, but I think Bulls will maintain their similar style of play, and we will see. You know, I, I always like to sprinkle something on the first basket, so, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a perfect uh, bet. Gets it out of the way yeah, real, you don't very have to quickly. sweat that one out. Yeah. I, 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 I feel a little Caruso in my gut tonight, so All right, there take you go. That, do that with what you will. There, there you, you go. go. There's Sound your, advice. That was uh, betting basketball with CHGO yes. Blackhawks. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code CHGO and bet all of Joey's recommendations and you'll be able to retire early. New customers get 150 <laughs> instantly in bonus bets just by betting $5 on any basketball game only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.com. Draft sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. That's a lot. You did it. Hey, did we uh, mention our fourth star of the game? Oh, we did not. Shame on us. Whoops. Yes, we have our we, poll you can going. If you've seen the poll in the, in the chat, you can vote on it. But if you want to know what you're voting on uh, after every game, we nominate our fourth star nominations of the game. And you, our lovely CHGO watchers and listeners, uh, are able to vote on it. So the three stars from tonight's game officially, Connor Bedard with one goal was the third star of the game. Second star of the game was Gabe Villardi with one assist. And the game's first star of the game was Mark Scheifele uh, of the Winnipeg Jets with a goal. So our four stars uh, in tonight's game, I believe we went with Philip Kurashev, Nikita Zaitsev, and uh, the newcomer, Himself, Mr. Anthony Bovillier. Yep, and those quick stat lines there. Zaitsev, we mentioned, had uh, two shot attempts, three hits, four blocks, and 15-25. Kershev had the assist on the Bedard goal, had a shot, two, uh, another attempt, 
dished out three hits. Ew. Uh, Get physical. No, that's not right. That's Oops. that's the wrong line. No, he had two shots on goal, five shot attempts, and one hit. Not no, not, not, as as not as red ass as I thought he not was. Not as physical. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the new guy, Anthony Beauvillier, uh, he had two shots on goal, eight shot attempts. Yeah. Hey, he was noticeable. And uh, one half of his faceoffs, two of four. Two of four. Hey, Blackhawks overall. Fifty percent, twenty-five and twenty-five at the at the dot. Better than most nights. Hey, Connor Bedard, four-four. He had another good. He's been much better at better the, at the face-offs. Dot. Yep. So uh, yeah, let's let's get into Beauvillier a little bit. I mean, he he so he jumps into the Blackhawks uh, lineup, top line spot uh, with uh, with with Bedard and Kurashev, and you know he's a guy that has put up twenty goals before. He's put up. Uh, you know, he had 40 points combined, uh, or eclipsed 40 points, uh, in, in combined time, uh, last season with Winnipeg, or I'm sorry, with, uh, Vancouver and the Islanders. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's a guy that's, that's coming in former first round pick, you know, he's had elevated roles before on some contending teams. He's got a, a little bit of, uh, you know, offense to him. He's not a Taylor Hall um, but he's kind of taking that place where it's going to be, all right, here's a guy who's going to play in the top six. He's going to eventually get power play time. He's going to, you know, play alongside Bedard, uh, as it looks like right now. Uh, he's, and he's what 26 expiring contract. Like it's, it's definitely a, a worthwhile, uh, roll of the dice on him. Um, and he's coming from a team in Vancouver that needed to, uh, alleviate some cap space. And we talked about it early on this season with the Blackhawks and, Canucks potentially working out to maybe get a counter Garland or Brock Besser. Well, go down the ladder. Those guys are more important right now to the Canucks. Yeah. And Beauvillier gives them the relief to get Nikita Zordorov. Hey, run your team how you want. <laughs> um, so Beauvillier comes in, and I think he had a, a really a really good showing. It, it's, it's tough for these guys to kind of come in and, and jump right into a lineup with a brand-new team. A lot of guys he's probably never played with before, even sometimes, you know, these guys – uh, play together in summer camps and get on the ice with uh, you know people close to them in the off seasons. But you know to, to to come in, introduce yourself to the team on the road. You know it's 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 a tough situation. But I think he came in. He was like you said eight shot attempts. Like he was trying to get involved. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to make a first impression on your on your new team. I mean I've had like I asked a lot of guys you know over my career you know either just getting called up or traded or. You know, hey, you know, what? what's it like, you know, trying to get on a new line or playing for your first game? And they almost always answer, listen, when the puck drops, it's a hockey game. I've been playing yeah, hockey. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, Luke Richardson is running as about as simple of style of hockey as you possibly can have. Yeah. Just get out there and do what you do is probably what he told them. And I look at Beauvillier is kind of like the opportunity Max Domi had here last year. Mm-hmm. Kind of a guy that has shown flashes of being a, a, a producer, but just never really can can cement a spot on a team. You know, he's, is he top six? Is he middle six? Is he bottom six? He's top six here. Yeah, yeah. Top line, top power play right off the bat. So he's a guy that's going to be given a shot to play. Case in point, with Vancouver this year in 22 games, he was averaging 13.39 of ice time. His second lowest of his career, the lowest was his rookie season with the Islanders as a 19-year-old, so understandable. Mm-hmm. His, he dropped like almost over three minutes a night in average ice time from last year to this season. Yeah. 
So 13.39 average, and today he plays almost 17 minutes, including over a minute on the top power play line. Yeah. So he's going to get those opportunities. Hey, you give me eight shot attempts a night, you're going to put up some points. Yeah. Very effective player, uh, at least for one game. <clears throat> it's unknown if he's going to be able to play tomorrow because of the whole work visa stuff. Yeah. And I know people ask. We've had at least one person in the chat always ask to explain it. I can't. I don't understand it from i'm, I'm from, in the dark too so from from what i understand is that the the nhl so with work visas between canada and the u.s it has to be sponsored right the nhl doesn't sponsor the employment because it's with the individual team so i think they have to go through the process of the the blackhawks filing the sponsorship of the employment for him to come into the U.S. and be employed by the Blackhawks. So, again, you'd think there'd be some sort of like, hey, we're an organization that has locations in Canada and the U.S., and we have our employees sometimes switching between offices in the, <laughs> the U.S. and Canada quite often. Could we get an expedited process for this? you'd think that would be possible. Again, we're talking about the NHL and we're also talking about governments. So yeah. it's, you know, any, yeah, any, anything can be a problem. Yes. The not very efficiently run yeah. organizations so, on either half. So, yeah, I, I, I think I would hope that now since there's been some time that has passed since that trade, like there's been enough, hopefully enough time for paperwork to be processed and, faxed over and all that stuff. It's been, um, yeah, it's been five days. And it, yeah, it'd be nice if, if, if he could play tomorrow in Minnesota. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's, it would be so weird to have him play, have a nice game. And he, be can like, travel. I, he can travel. He can travel with the team. Yeah, he's got a passport. But I don't know he if he. I don't yeah. know if he'll be able to be in the lineup. We might not know that tonight. We might figure that out tomorrow by pregame time. Yeah. But hopefully he's in the lineup because I because I, I think um, you, you'd especially in a back to back scenario. You'd love to just build off the momentum of the of the game he had today, and see him and Bedard and Kershev build that on ice chemistry. So it's less of just instinctual play, just playing hockey, but more instinctual play of playing with your line mates. Because yeah. Bedard and Kershev, they've they've built some chemistry this year, and it and it's worked for both of them. Um, it's getting that third guy on that line to be a consistent because it's been Hall, it's been Reichel, it's been Felino, now Beauvillier. Um, so to have that third guy on that top pair, top line be consistent and be tuned in with those two. Yeah, and today it just seemed that he let Kershev and Bedard do their thing, let them skate around, and he just looked for the soft spots in the ice, Yeah, looked for some space, and got there. And that's, yeah. that's all you really need to do when you're playing with those guys. Like, let them create. There's going to be space on the ice mm -hmm. when Connor Bedard is out there. I mean, look Find at it. look at some of the passes uh, he made in the second and third period with with Bedard. I mean, that's he's got on multiple occasions two, sometimes three guys collapsing on him to try and you know take his time and space away. And uh, you know the, the 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 opportunity he gave, I forget who uh, who got the pass. Might have been Kershev. Um, the play on the near boards. That you know he he goes one way, cuts back the other way, cuts back, and then throws a backhand pass yeah. across the ice. I mean, that's just that's, that's one a, the, yeah. that's one of the one of the most special plays that we've seen from him this year to be able to do that. Um, and that's I mean that's coming from creating creating space just because of how 
you know, respected his skills are with the puck uh, on his stick. So as, as, as his line mates and then being out there on the ice with him, you have to be prepared. We talked about that a lot throughout Patrick Kane's career that when you're on the ice with him and he's got the puck, you have to be ready at all times because he'll be, he was able to get it to guys where 90%, 99% of the league wouldn't be able to make certain passes. So Bedard's got that ability. So you want to see guys who are playing with him on his line, like Kershaw, like Beauvillier, take advantage of that because you're going to get you're going to be open with him on with Bedard on the ice and other situations where you probably wouldn't be open. So yeah, take advantage of it. And then that was the play that he made that really great pass at the end of the second period that he got sandwiched in between two jets. Yeah, in a little, yeah. In a little pain, but not nothing that you know. Right before the intermission, I wasn't too concerned. Um, you know, yeah, you get some time to recover. But, you know, he skated himself in a position of vulnerability because he was trying to make the play, and it, it almost worked. I mean, he made a great pass right to the doorstep to just, in typical Blackhawks fashion, the play couldn't be finished. Couldn't finish it. Uh, eventually, there's going to be some finishers on a line with Bedard where yes. <laughs> you tap that in for an easy goal, and yep. you, 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 don't, you don't have to take that hit after it because you're celebrating mm-hmm. a goal. Um, and I think, too... Uh, hopefully in the next season, two seasons, Bedard will be playing with a guy that will garner as mu- almost as much or as much respect uh, as he does. Yeah. And he won't be able to have – or he won't t- – teams won't be able to double and triple cover him. They'll have to worry about his other line mates just as much. And then that just opens up the ice even more for more one-on-one battles when you have uh, you know enough enough guys with high-end skill playing together. Well, this sounds like a great segue into Connor's corner, does it not? It sure does. All right, Joey, you got well, the Connor's corner ready to go. It's got our get our corner going. It's uh, to Stephen. Oh, we don't have them. We'll have to do the music. Doom, doom, <laughs> doom, doom, doom. It's my favorite part of the post-game show is the music. Well, I am. Um, I, you know, you, you did, I do what you I did, can. You did it justice. <laughs> uh, there's Connor's corner of the graphic. There, there it is. is. Hey. All right. We have to enjoy this while Very we can because nice. eventually he's not going to be a. a, a he's a, not going to be a child anymore. Child anymore. <laughs> We're going to have to find better music. Um, but yeah, Connor's corner. He had we that need, big. We need goal. some angsty teen rock. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to get some T Swift going for next year. Uh, uh, sure, sure. He had the goal, his 11th of the season, 11 goals in 22 games as an 18-year-old. He's on pace for 41, according to my math. That's pretty good. That's that's better than I expected. Pretty uh, good. So the, the three shots on goal, another solid game for him. You could tell that his confidence is growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's It's slowing down a bit for him, as which each and every passing which game, great. he's, I think, gotten over his rookie, like, nervousness to hey i have to placate the veterans mm-hmm. to where he's now like screw it well, i gotta do it myself hall and perry are gone right so there's not a but <laughs> there's less veterans to worry but about even but even before yeah. that he was starting to be like i'm gonna go on the ice i'm gonna dominate yeah uh, where oh, yeah. he was a little less um willing to do that in the first 10 games of the year where i think he was trying to be all right i want to be a team player he told us many times i'm not just a shooter now he's like, I got to do it myself. Yeah. We're back to being the, the Regina Pats. It's me or nothing. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I, I, I think as he gets more comfortable at the NHL level with this, the, the speed of the game um, and he gets more comfortable and confident in his role in this team and his individual skills, that I mean, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no downside to that. 
Um, but if he's able to get to a point where he's processing the game at the speed that he was in the WHL amongst his peers, when he's processing amongst his peers in the NHL, I mean, that's, that's bad news for 31 other teams because he's going to be able to make plays that we saw in juniors translate to the NHL because he has that skill level to be able to, to do that. And once he's acclimated to the processing speed on the ice, the physical speed on the ice as well, um, you know, making plays like he, like he did without having to take that hit, like, he, like you uh, mentioned a few minutes ago, like that is going to be, you know, a, a really important spot for him to get to in his career. He might not get to that point as a rookie. You know, it's, it's been great to see over the first 21, 22 games of the season for him to go from the starting point of kind of, you know, getting into the, getting into the professional game as a rookie to now being like, all right, he's like top dog of the rookies. You know, as, as he progresses um, down the line, he's going to be, he's going to be the go-to guy. I mean, from our perspective, he already is in the locker room on the ice. I mean, you know, I, I, I would like to think he's the go-to guy, but there's still going to be some of that. You know, I'm just 18. I'm just still getting my feet wet in the NHL kind of thing, but when he figures it out completely, I mean, sky's the limit for him. So I'm 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 excited for that. Yeah, um, it, it, it's the future is definitely bright when it comes to Connor Bernard. Seeing him figure it out so quickly at this level with mm-hmm. not a lot of help around him, it gives yeah. you even more hope for the future. Like, man, once this guy gets some some dynamic players to play with. Legitimate help. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. And then I'm not. I'm not dogging Philip Kurashev. He's been really good this no, year. No, he's been. He's honestly with Kurashev. He's like at the point that you, at least for me, the way he's been playing this season. I'm kind of like, hey, that's wonderful. That's like best, pretty much best case scenario that you could have asked for him in in this season, given kind of the role that he's been playing. Um, the guy I'm kind of worried about is like Lucas Reichel, like. What's yeah. what 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 is the next step for him, and when is he going to take it? Because tonight, like we're a quarter of the way through the season, we really haven't seen anything. There's been like three games that he's been like a a factor in, and I don't know. You don't you you don't send him down, but you don't send him down. You can't play him down the lineup because he's not going to be right. as effective. But he's just, not being effective right now. Just this. Uh, you just got to ride him out this season. And hope he's he not a center. <laughs> no. And now he's not playing on the top line with Bedard. Like, I'm starting to get worried about, like, where does he go? How does he figure it out? You just got to keep playing him, I guess. I mean, this is, again, like we said, all off season. This is this is the season to figure out what you have. And, and it, yeah, it has not been encouraging, but there's 60 yeah. games left. To where yes, if yes, he I agree. could show that he could have this real tough start to the season, but then somehow pull it together and still put up some decent numbers by the end. Or just be playing at a high level the last 40, 30 games of the season and mm-hmm. carry that over. Then then you're like, okay, that doesn't seem so bad. Um, but, like, you you look at, you know, there, he's not the, the first young player to, to go through all of a sudden – struggle i mean right look, no, of look course. what trevor zegris is going through in anaheim i know he hasn't been in the lineup a lot lately he's only played 12 games but he's only got one goal and one assist in his 12 games and that's a guy that had back-to-back 60 point seasons mm-hmm. so 
some guys just, you know, but to your point, it's not just the lack of production with Reichel. It's the lack of like being noticed on a regular basis. Yeah. Like I didn't know he played today. Yeah. And I, I know, I know he's, he's made some improvements in his game defensively and that's good as a young player, but that's not his bread and butter. Like his bread and butter is being an offensive uh, creator with the puck on his stick. And we just haven't seen that. No. And so like, sure. If he, you know, turns into a, you know, Marcus Kruger, Michael Froelich style of player, that's not what you really spend your 17th overall pick on. Right. Well, as as uh, our guy Windy City Hockey points out, uh, Reichel was drafted by the previous regime and not a Kyle Davidson guy. And Kyle Davidson has been quick to say, well, I didn't draft you. Yeah. Uh, you're not, you know, I want, so I'm not saying, you know, he's getting traded, but you know, he is coming up to the end of his RFA deal here, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know. I don't, yeah. I, I'm not ready to say, You'll yeah. You'll cut ties with him. No, but. but you are definitely, he is making his next bridge deal a hell of a lot more affordable for the Hawks, because you could be like, hey, mm-hmm. we'll give you two more years at whatever, two million. Yeah, whatever Kershaw got, it's probably yeah, going to uh, be in that less. range or I'd less. I'd like getting yeah. less at this point, but again, 60 games to go. Yeah. Long way to go. I think he's the type of guy that, that, you know, still hasn't scored a five-on-five five goal this year. Mm-hmm. I think he gets one of those. He's shown in the past with that stint last year that he's a guy that can get hot and, and have, you know, six points in seven or eight games. So we'll see what happens. But, yes, it is, uh, it is a – concern at this point yeah it's well order of the way through the season and we still haven't seen that dynamic lucas reichel that we saw for that stretch at the end of last season that's the most disappointing part we had such high hopes for him yeah he hasn't hit that that gear yet the the what would make me more nervous about reichel would be if he's have if he was having the struggles that he's been having and not taking that like next step in the development path uh, this season, and the Blackhawks didn't have Oliver Moore and Frank Nazar, yeah. and you know these these guys in the prospect system and Colton Dot. Like if they didn't have those guys come, you know, also in right. in in the stockpile, um, that would be it's even not more like concerning. T- the years past were like, man, if Ryan Hartman or Mark McNeil doesn't hit, we're screwed. That's the only guy we <laughs> right, have. Yeah. Like, no, it's if if Reichel turns out that he's not a guy and you move on from him, you have more guys coming that can then take that role you envisioned for him. Yeah. Uh, let's let's pay pay off some more bills here. We can then uh, hit our segments. We could we have some people making comments on the Notre Dame Michigan game that Jay and I were last night. Uh, we can give you some teasers on that as well. Uh, and then wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah, hey, uh, you like uh, beer? Then you should enjoy yourself a Goose Island beer because Goose Island is the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO, and they have been Chicago's beer since 1988. And uh, around the holiday season, it's nice to crack open a cold one around a warm fire, and uh, you can enjoy any of the great Goose Island beers that they offer year-round, including the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer that the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. 
the entire selection of the Beer Hug IPA family. And of course, the uh, 312 Wheat Ales, the Golden Cans, the staple of Goose Island's year-round roster. And they have great seasonals as well. It is holiday season coming up. They have their Christmas IPA available. And if you like to uh, pair your beer with your favorite winter sports team, uh, Goose Island has what you're looking for in the Blackhawks Pale Ale and the Bull and Goose, the West Side Ale celebrating the Chicago Bulls. You can grab all of these beers and more. You can get ultra-fresh brewery exclusives when you go to a the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street here in Westtown. Again, that is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. Hey, and if you got a football fan that likes Goose Island Beer, why don't you grab them a varsity cooler and they can fill it up with a whole bunch of Goose Island Beer and keep it nice and cold. It's the perfect bag for game day. Varsity coolers. We'll have you set game day and beyond with the best portable cooler and weekender duffel around. It's not just a cooler. It has many other purposes, but these are really cool. NFL teams, they got the team colors on the exterior, a map of the city on the bottom of the bag. The the banner has city landmarks, so the Chicago skyline is featured. Uh, It's over there. You've probably seen it featured on our CHGO Bears show quite a bit. Um, Mario's bringing it for you. There you go. So you got the uh, you got the city skyline on there. The bottom will have the map. You got some uh, retired numbers on there as well. The in the liner of the bag includes uh, the food scene of the city. So there's probably some hot dogs and pizza in there. I imagine. Look at that. That's a beautiful, beautiful. Look at that. You got some Chicago dogs and some pizza. I mean that that is a beautiful freaking bag right there. They doubles as a cooler, water waterproof and double insulated, and a travel duffel bag. It fits in a golf cart. You could use it as carry-on luggage. It's the perfect Christmas, Hanukkah, or holiday gift. They have 21 teams represented, so they're perfect for any football fan in your life. Built to show up in style to a party or repping around town. You can actually use it. Wipe down the inside and use it as your gym bag. Maybe if you're going to go pay a visit to our friends at Midtown, hey, you can take it there. So head over to varsitycoolers.us and use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off. You should buy some for the – you got a football fan in your life. Um, get them one of those. They need to come out with an NHL line, and I'll, I'll grab some. Those, those we should, uh, we should. They sold me on the hot dogs and pizza. Oh yeah, that alone. That alone makes that's me a, want to buy one. That is a quality bag. That's the first time I've picked one up since they've been in the office. They are. That's a nice quality. Very insulated, thick. You know, you're gonna keep stuff cold in there. Yeah. Not, pair that up with a beef sleeve, and you'll have the perfect, <laughs> yes. the perfect golf game around next yes, summer. Yes, the beef sleeve, of course. Uh, uh, should we declare our fourth star winner? Is yeah, it, uh, why not? We can do four star. We'll, I'll, I'll chat a little bit about Notre Dame, Michigan, and then yeah, uh, yeah, you and Jay we'll, made the trip. We'll uh, wrap up our. Uh, well, you. We also have to pay uh, off. Who's your uh, hawk? Who's your hawk as well? We'll, we'll mention our friends at Midtown again, and then we can call it a day. So sounds good. Joey, who is our fourth star of the night? The chat's fourth star. Oh, I think I did it wrong. Here we go. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Old I don't school. know if this we is old or what. This is a season debut for this. I love it. But here old we go. School. The chat's fourth star is Kurashev. There you so go. Kurashev for his assist. Had a couple of shots on the game. Uh, yeah, just. What was the percentage on the. Uh on the old hole there. Let's see. Is Last it, I it checked, a overwhelming it was, majority? It was pretty close. No, 39%. 39? Kershev, yeah. 
35 for Beauvillier and 27 for Nikita oh, Zaitsev. That's, that's, a pretty, pretty even. that's a pretty good vote. I voted for Nikita Zaitsev just because yeah. in the spirit of the four-star, kind of like an unsung guy that you didn't expect much from, and I don't think anybody expected anything from Nikita Zaitsev, no. and he played good. He had a, a 100% save percentage. But I'm a big fan of Philip Kershev, too. So yeah. They're nice, nicely done. Not a bad pick. Philip Kershev. All good right, job, we, uh, Jay and I took a little trip. Uh, the Notre Dame last night, South Bend, and we saw Notre Dame versus Michigan, the rivalry on ice. Frank Nazar playing for Michigan. Landon Slaggart, team captain for Notre Dame. Wasn't much of a game on the ice. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame stuck it to Michigan. Mm. Uh, they dominated that game. Landon Slaggart scored twice, including the first goal of the night. He, looked, he had a really good game. Frank Nazar, tough game for Frank Nazar. Uh, he was a minus five. He was on the ice for five of the six goals against. No shots on goal. That's rough. But he was really good at the faceoff dot. I think at one point he had won eight of 11 faceoffs. Oh, that's pretty good. He made a couple of really nice passes where you were just like, okay, that's that's yeah. what we're here for. In those kinds of games, you, you, you need to see well, that. Well, here's the thing. N- Nazar was not effective and wasn't very noticeable because Michigan never had the puck. It's hard to be a dynamic offensive player without the puck. That's what experts have told me. Usually it's hard um, to do that, yeah. So, listen, he fits right in with the Blackhawks already. Go out there and never <laughs> have the puck. Uh, but, yeah, uh, and I believe someone in our chat said that Nazar yeah, has already the, scored you know, tonight. The, so. the good thing about, you know, a, a 6-1 loss uh, on the first game of back-to-backs is that you get right back out there. First, first – uh, Goal of the game tonight between Michigan and Notre Dame goes to Frank Nazar. Well, it's so, because you talked go. to Jay and I after the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we we interviewed both Frank Nazar and uh, Landon Slaggart, and those interviews will be coming up uh, this week on the show, probably Wednesday. That's our next non-post game show, so we may have to wait. Yeah, but it's not very time sensitive. So good stuff from both of them. Good to chat with those guys. Uh, both good kids uh, had a lot to say about. Uh, their relationship with the Blackhawks and how often they they're in communication and how their season's going. Both guys kind of uh, playing at full strength for the first time in a while. Slaggart was was uh, pinned down with multiple injuries. Is why we couldn't talk to him when we were there last, last year. year. Yeah, we um, we made the trip for that this exact game last year. Yep, and uh, Nazar was hurt and not there. Nazar was they hurt. wouldn't let us talk to Fantilli. We couldn't talk. Slaggart yeah. got hurt the game before, so we yeah. were left with Ryder Rolston. We, who, and it turned out he was a great interview, and he's killing it with the Ice Hogs right now. Scored he scored last, last night. Yes, yeah. he did. So uh, it was the 400th career win for uh, Notre Dame head coach um, Jackson. Can't remember his first name right now, but they had a Jackson Jackson, uh, Mr. Jackson, Coach Jackson had his Coach 400th Jackson. Good job, win Coach with the Jackson. program. They had a cool video thing after the game. The team stayed on the ice. I thought uh, Sligert's dad was the head coach. He's the assistant. They, oh, okay. Associate coach. Oh, so he's like co-manager. Yeah, he's there because he is like their. He's a lifer. He's the ultimate recruiter. I was reading up on him. Well, when when you recruit all your sons. Well, he's also <laughs> recruited, though. He's recruited 14 players at Notre Dame who have gone on to play in the NHL. That's pretty good. So that's how you keep a, good, a job. Dennis it's a good, Gilbert. It's a good track record. Andres Bjork. Probably Vinny, Vinny Henestroza. Henestroza. Yeah. Uh, basically, anybody the, dra- the Blackhawks have drafted. Anders Lee, probably. Uh, I, probably I, I believe probably he was part on of that it, list. Yeah. So, but it was a cool, after the game, they, uh, the Notre Dame players stayed on the ice. They had a video tribute to the, the Coach Jackson for his 400th win. Uh, and a lot of, they did video messages with a lot of uh, former players. Oh, and including cool. Including 
uh, both Andres Bjork and Ryder Ralston. Uh, oh, nice. Brief appearance. So it was pretty cool. They had a little p- celebration for him after the game. That's fun. We talked to Frank Nazar. He obviously was a little disappointed, but by the end of the interview, he kind of lightened up. You yeah. know, it's like you got to play the oh, we lost. I'm sad, but you know, by the end of the interview, you know, we 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 got some good stuff with him. Appreciate uh, the University of Michigan for giving us the time with him, and yeah. then uh, Landon Slager was really good to chat with too. So those interviews will be coming up at some point this week. Slager, um, uh, two goals, twelve on the season, tied his ties his high. NCAA career high yeah. in a fraction of the games. Yes, he had twelve <laughs> in his sophomore season in forty games. Mm-hmm. He's now got twelve in fifteen it's to start good. the season. So, but he's he's fully healthy. And, uh, you know, he was, he looked like a man against boys yesterday. He was, he's exactly what the Hawks need. A guy that yeah. play gets to the dirty air of the ice, skates hard to the net, gets physical, definitely could be a guy that could be a fourth line guy that might contribute every Energy, every energy guy. He, yeah. he reminds me a, a lot of uh, the raw talent, raw skills of uh, Brandon Hagel when he joined the, uh, the organization. Uh, a number of years ago, and it's not just because they grew full beards at the age of twenty. Um, you know, I, I like Slagert's motor. I like his his uh, drive on the forecheck. He's got some scoring touch. Um, I know he's you know he's unsigned right now, fourth year in college. Gives you a little bit of the nerves, but he certainly I have made it sounded like he he and him and Eric Condra, another Notre Dame alum, good connection. who works for the Hawks mm-hmm. development. Constant contact. It definitely appears that he's still in the Blackhawks. Yeah, I have, I have, I have confidence that he will eventually uh, join the organization whenever Notre Dame's uh, season ends this season. Um, he has a yeah. game style much like Colton Dock and Ryder Ralston that I think is going to translate well to the AHL. Yeah, and then you go from there yeah. and, and see how you develop. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I like when uh, when we have opportunities to do stuff like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I wish there were more college games in the area to go to. There was my the atmosphere at Notre Dame is great. I mm-hmm. recommend going to a game, whether you're a fan of who's ever playing or not. Real small rink, you're right on top of the action. Comp- they got Comp- the, Compton Ice Arena is a nice nice facility. They got the band playing. They got the student section chanting hockey. all night. I love college um, hockey. And here's the best part: puck drop was at seven thirty five local time. Local time seven thirty five puck drop. And the game was over at like nine twenty eight. Like it was less than two hours, start to finish. So, nice. um, you got no TV timeouts. Get in, get out, enjoy your Friday yep. night. Uh, it was a good time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, be on the lookout for those Ralston and um, Slaggart. That's what I meant. Slaggart and uh, Nazar interviews. We'll get those out to you. Good stuff from both players. Good stuff. Hey, you know what else is good stuff? Uh, the Midtown Athletic Club. They do have good they're, stuff. They've got so much good stuff that I can't tell you all about it <laughs> because I'll get side-eyes from the Bulls, people on set. Because the Bulls game would be over <laughs> by the time you finish. <laughs> but what I can tell you about the Midtown Athletic Club is that they have four locations in the Chicagoland area in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and their HQ flagship location, the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Uh, and they have a ton of options uh, for people looking to uh, go down their physical and or mental health journeys. They have membership options for uh, single individuals, uh, for families with kids, people looking to make lifestyle changes, uh, holistic wellness, all 
of the uh, things that you want to do to better yourself, Midtown Athletic Club has the options to do it. They have spas, saunas, hair salon, nail salon, on top of having a state-of-the-art athletic uh, training facilities. They got, uh, I know in the Bannockburn location, they got like a 25-yard chunk of football field that you can do tons of different workouts in. They got uh, these giant group class theaters and studios, cycling classes, you name it. Uh, you you name it in the uh, workout and physical and mental health uh, stratosphere, you can do it at the Midtown Athletic Club. Yoga as well is there. Uh, indoor and outdoor pools, indoor and outdoor tennis courts, big basketball courts. I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff. You can spend your entire day at the Midtown Athletic Club uh, and not even uh, you know blink your eye at it. So head over to midtown.com slash chgo to find out more and to set up a tour of the Midtown Athletic Club location nearest to you. I know the holidays are a uh, big time for uh, thinking about your wellness, mental, and physical health. Midtown Athletic Club can help you out. Yep, those scenes. See how short that was. That was that, so that was, was, that was that was great. Nailed it. I didn't ramble. That was that was nailed that one. It's, <laughs> it's a tough read. It's a that read is as strenuous as almost any one of their workouts. It's a workout in and of itself. It's a mental, it's a mental workout. Health, mental and physical health they go hand in hand. They, they sure usually, do. You usually can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. But thinking about mental health, my mental health is getting a lot better because I am yeah. no longer in last place for who's your hawk. You're- it's a winning You're streak. tied for second place? I'm tied for yeah. second place. No longer in last place. <laughs> uh, we have uh, we, we decided last game that if we have like to go to the tiebreaker because nobody has any points, and that was the case today yeah. with, with uh, Mario having Jason Dickinson. Uh, I went with Anthony <laughs> Beauvillier. Um, nobody had any points, so we decided let's go use our friends at HockeyStat card.com mm-hmm. they send out the game score right after Blue every lines game. and whoever had the higher game score instead of trying to figure out who had more shots block shot all that convoluted nonsense we'll just let hockeystat.com and they do the work for us do the work exactly and uh we, this is the second straight game that hockeystat.com declares me the winner mm. anthony bovillier had a, a game score of a 0.46 jason dickinson minus 1.37 was actually the lowest game yeah. score of anyone on the ice not sometimes, a great game for sometimes he you win, sometimes you stinker. lose. He's yeah, been so he good. That he w- needs it to be November again. Apparently, that's <laughs> yeah. his month. November Dickinson is the best Dickinson, yes. apparently. So, yeah, congratulations to Greg. He's on what they call a winning streak. That's a heater. He now has uh, six wins on the season. Jay uh, was idle today. He has six wins on the season as well. I'm still in the lead uh, with 10 uh, wins, but uh, yeah, good, good, good picking. Was it where was it? It was outside. It feels like it. <laughs> Cold helmet. It'll chill, chill uh, you down. I will gladly take it though. I, I uh, two in a row, back in the game. Jay and I still have a lot of work to do to catch you, but uh, yeah, we need to. Comp- I think if you get like a much bigger lead, you win like the next two or three here. Jay and I just have to combine. And it has to combine be like, forces. Yeah, be like, All right, it's now two against one. Jo- because, yeah, joint. Because you're gonna run away with it. Because we're gonna like start beating each other, and you're just gonna. Win. No one's gonna Offsetting catch you. Offsetting wins. Yeah, so, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, we may have you to. Know, and and I was forces. I was driving in, and I was like, "All right, who am I gonna take for Hoosier Hawk?" And a Galaxy brained it. I was like, "Well, I I mean, I Jay's not here. Greg won last time. I have first pick. Why not take Bedard?" And I was like, "Ah, God." You got to keep it fresh. We can't it's just pick too, Bedard yeah, and Kershaw. But it seems like every time we pick them, 
He doesn't do score. And when yeah. we don't pick him, he has his big games. So we're not yeah. picking him for the benefit of the team. It's, it's really a team player. It's really a sacrifice that, that we should be commended I'm for. I'm sacrificing wearing this ridiculous helmet on camera so yeah. Connor Bedard can win a Calder trophy. It's, it's very big of us. We should deserve more credit than we're getting. We do. Yeah. We do, Cody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is going to wrap up. Yeah, we'll be back here very shortly. Yeah. We'll see you guys <laughs> in like 17 hours yeah. or whatever it is. We are back here tomorrow, a 1230 pregame show ahead of Wild Blackhawks at one. And then we'll be back just like today, right after the game. Uh, hopefully, hoping Jay will be back tomorrow. I think that's the game plan, but we'll see how that works out. If not, we got you covered. Uh, make sure you're smashing that like button on the way out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all the social media platforms. Leave us five-star reviews and subscribe wherever you're listening to. And uh, you know what? It's it's the holiday season. Just be nice to one another. That's yeah. all I say. Let's be nice Absolutely. to one another. And let's meet back here tomorrow at 1230. Did, did we pay off all of our uh, all of our uh, Super Chats? Yeah. Do we, we have, have any come in that we miss? I think we got them all. Uh, or did we miss? Uh, yeah, uh, we, we got one oh, here missed, uh, from uh, Darren. Yeah, $10. Says, We're worse uh, than last year. Yeah. You want to read it? Go ahead, Joey. You're already Worse there. than last year. Seems like guys were unloaded at the trading deadline. Seems like guys we unloaded at the trading deadline last year, like Domi, were important grit guys. Um, yeah, yeah, but you that was the plan all along. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. Max Domi p- playing as well as he did for us got us a better return. Yeah. That was the plan. And then uh, gaming for veterans says, who will win two consecutive games first, Bulls or Hawks? Ooh, that's a tough well, one. Well, the Bulls well, have an opportunity tonight, right? They won their last game. Yeah, Bulls yeah I wouldn't count on it, but uh, we'll see. Hey, <laughs> the Bulls, neither, of those two teams, the Bulls have the best opportunity to do it right now. Yes, <laughs> they have the chance to do it first, considering they won their last game and the Hawks are in a two-game losing streak. So the odds are in the Bulls' favor, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. Maybe neither team does it all season. Maybe it's the Cubs. <laughs> Who knows? It's gonna, Yeah, it'll be the Cubs winning first two games of the season. I mean, it's probably happened in the history of the NHL. But has there ever been a... A team that did not win consecutive games I in a season? It. I can look that up. Uh, we, can, we can talk feel, about I, that tomorrow. I feel like that's pre. probably happened in the history of the league. Maybe in those plus years. Maybe in those early seasons when you had like the Pittsburgh Pirates who are just a craptacular <laughs> team <laughs> yeah. or the Detroit Falcons. Sure, yeah. They, maybe. But in the modern day, like in the expansion era, I, I can't believe nobody's won, gone without winning back-to-back mm. games. We'll I'd have to look at that that really bad Capitals first year was that's one you, yeah. of those, yeah or maybe the Thrashers their first year maybe yeah we'll have to we'll we'll, we'll look that up and we'll uh, we'll 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 report we'll keep the tracker yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right we'll see you guys tomorrow twelve thirty pregame thanks to Joey for running the the board today now he's got a poor guy had to watch the Blackhawks and the Bulls on the same day we are not paying this kid enough money <laughs> but uh, we'll be back tomorrow twelve thirty pregame thanks for tuning in we'll see you then. <laughs>